COVID-19, also known as the novel coronavirus. Well, that's the new normal for most people world. One way or another, we have to find a way to deal with it. But now we should be using wearing masks like superheroes or rubbing sanitizers on obsessively on our hands, that is. COVID-19, also known as the novel coronavirus, well, I'm just repeating that, is, well, I want to give you a background on the novel coronavirus. Oh, yes. Welcome to today's episode on the Diary of Illigation. I'll, I'll be talking about the implications of the scourge called COVID-19 today. COVID-19, also known as the novel coronavirus, attacks the respiratory system and while most healthy youths might just bounce back like from a flu. Some like elders and those with former respiratory and cardiovascular diseases, it may be life-threatening to them. The first confirmed case in Nigeria was announced when an Italian citizen in Lagos tested positive for the and as of today, Lagos is still the hotspot of the COVID-19, having about 30% of most confirmed cases. On the 28th of July 2020, Lagos had already racked up over 14,000 cases out of the 41,000 cases in Nigeria, making Lagos, I repeat, the hotspot of the virus. There are a lot of implications because this virus, the pandemic, has affected the nation's economy. It has affected in, in so many ways, religious sectors, the financial sector has affected a lot of things. For example, there has been, the COVID-19 has already caused what is known as the Great Recession. There has been increase in the price of foods and prices of everything. If you ask anybody, they will say it's coronavirus. Even the people that are growing their own produce will blame it on the class. Well, we can't exactly say if you're not, but that is what we're hearing. It has also put our government in immense debt. We already know Nigeria's economy will not be so. But because of this coronavirus, aside from the donations um, received from so many charitable organizations and people, they also loaned money. And we don't know how long it's going to pay back. The coronavirus has also caused postponement of major events in the world, like the Olympics and so many other events. It has also affected um, football fans because Africa Cup of Nations has been scheduled to January. Uh, in this day, Champions and Europa League is currently playing without, without fans. Can we imagine how football is without fans? That's scary to think of. Aside from that, we also have affected our tourism, the tourism aspect of the nation, as now travel restrictions, which means the income that's supposed to be generated from tourism is not going to be coming in for a while. So that's another way to set Nigeria back, because well, we're already money, and now we can't exactly get it back. But another way it has affected the nation is in the tour. It has actually shown how unprepared our health sector is. They are not prepared for anything like this. 
because of the the government has made coronavirus top priority now most other cases are not being attended to a lot of people it has caused increase in death rates because a lot of people are dying pregnant women and newborns aren't getting the treatments they need or deserve babies aren't getting the immunization when they should a lot of sick people are being turned away so that just shown how unprepared Nigeria is in the health sector, the economy, and all of that things. I already mentioned how it has affected food scarcity. So imagine the health sector not being. Pre- so we have unemployed youth out now, and all this has also caused an increase in crime. Coupled with unemployment, we have people turning to crime to survive. Another way that's affected people is oh, what is the increase of Almost at every major junction now in Lagos, you will see beggars. I'm not even talking about the homeless people. I'm talking about beggars, people that are dressed up because they don't have. If they did, they won't resort to begging. But that's caused a very large issue. Another way it's affected people is in the education aspects, the closure of schools. The schools have been told to try virtual learning for their students, but an aspect um, a percentage of people overlooked are those that don't have phones. A lot of bright students can't afford; they can't, they don't have access to internet or other things like that. So this will set those back, those people back a lot. Even those that have access for data, imagine not being able to feed yourself then having to buy data for a class you won't your attention won't be there because you won't live so it has shown that nigeria is not prepared at all for anything it has also shown that when when they have no other choice can do anything to survive crime big thing just nigerians will do it that is one thing and that's caused there have been reports of increase in domestic violence. People that are hungry and other things, they have been reports in police stations of increase of domestic violence in the houses. Is this all bad? Well, it is very bad. It's breaking let's be honest. But who knows there might be light at the end of the tunnel. But for some some statistics have shown that most people are planning to return to offices. When this pandemic is over, because has shown that most people from their home, so they can save transport and other things. A lot of companies are already planning to allow some of their workers work from home to make things a lot. There's also pushed Nigerians to learn other skills, and has taught people the joy of being close to their family and learning other things about their family. Because for some people, they used to restaurants, food, and other things. Now, the family time and family cooking. So, it's a silver lining to the dark cloud. But we do hope and we hope that things begin to get better.